0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Flat Syndicate Motorsports Podcast. This show is brought to you by Flat Tuning, your source for any aftermarket or OEM Subaru parts. Be sure to check out our store at flatirontuning.com and stay tuned with Flat Irons Tuning. Well, welcome back to the Flat Iron Syndicate Podcast. Tossing are in the shop, we are actually about to embark on, a, on an adventure, on a yeah. on a yeah adventure adventure and excursion. Just a nice day. Yeah, gonna go for drive. we're gonna go for a drive. We're gonna go for a drive. We're gonna enjoy the nice thing, go for a drive. The thing is, is that we're gonna be taking a Solterra. Sweet, <laughs> the electric Subaru. Yeah, so, so the question, and you know, Tasso, you and I were talking about this yesterday. What we want to find out is, will the Sol- Solterra Subaru like, is it really a Subaru? Will, what Will it be like, and you have brought along your brand new Subaru Forester. Mm-hmm. So we're basically going to be kind of benchmarking the Forester against the Solterra, to, and taking it up into the hills, and we're going to see what those two are like. like yeah. Okay, are they are they similar? How how dissimilar are they? What is the what is the EV thing all about? What is this? Let's let's experience range anxiety in mountains. Let's just let's just take <laughs> mm-hmm. it all in.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, because we do so much motorsport stuff, I think we forget that. Like, the heart and soul of Subaru is, like, the late 90s white Outback. Um, well, well, it's like the
0: Forester and the Outback. That is, that is yeah. Subaru's bread and butter. That is mm-hmm. what they sell more of than anything else by a long, long way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, most people, when they think of Subarus, that's probably what they think of is the Subaru or the, the Forester and the Outback. Yep. That kind of a vehicle. You know, yeah. a, a sedan or a wagon. That you Affordable, can, sensible, reliable. So you can, you can do whatever you want to do with
1: it. Yeah. Good in the snow. Still quick in the hills. That's no, still, not all-wheel yeah.
0: drive.
1: What's that? Not all-wheel drive. Yeah, all-wheel drive. Okay. We didn't have it on the list. Oh, uh, yeah. Symmetrical all-wheel <laughs> drive. Symmetrical all-wheel drive. Road-hugging, oh, well, road, road-hugging, independent suspension. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, lately, uh, we're in the Boulder area in Colorado, Um the team car here for a long time has been that late '90s Outback. Oh yeah. Uh, in white with like the little champagne-colored, you know, highlights and yep. stuff like that, yep. and and whatever. And people drive those things until they literally rust through, and then they sell them for ten grand um, right. and go get another one. Yep. Um, but lately especially a lot of that has kind of switched over to like the forerunners and the yeah and the Broncos and yeah Bron- that's kind of like the home and, and an yeah so it's it's getting kind of inundated by these you know trucks that are on 35s with lockers and stuff like that and yeah. still people for the most part are driving them to their job Monday to Friday and then hopping in with their family or spouse or whoever yeah. and friends and just going up to explore the high country a little bit
0: yeah. on the weekends. And, and that's the question is like, okay, I have, if you have a Solterra, can you do those similar kind of things with it? And mm-hmm. we just have, that's the example that we have because that's what Subaru has on offer. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we're going to explore. I mean, the range thing is an interesting one in that the Solterra doesn't have a big battery, like big, relatively speaking, but like it's it's max range. Is like 200 and right now, we, I, I charged it up this morning. It was the first time I drove it, was driving into the charger and then back, pulled it off the charger, and I think it said 224 miles range. So, like, that's mm-hmm. on max charge, on max charge. That's what yeah. it's got. So, we'll see. The, the route I have planned um, this is
1: something that I scouted and even you know, posted up like a little teaser pick on mm-hmm. my Instagram last week. Yeah. The route I have planned is probably just under a hundred miles door-to-door from okay. Flatiron Tuning. Okay, so we'll see because we're also going to gain 6,000 feet in elevation from yeah. 5300 that we're at right here roughly right. more or less, right? So a lot of climbing to be done this morning a lot of it some of it at highway speed some of it at crawling speed mm-hmm. um, dirt roads rocks yeah, hundred year old, you know, historical sites and mines and old cemeteries and okay, old Ooh. towns and we're going great Robin. All the we're going to <laughs> go look at old, look at old stuff and look at pretty stuff, which yep. is the yep. national pastime of Colorado. So, which is like like yeah. if
0: you're here, you've got a Subaru and it's yeah. a weekend. That's like that's probably one of the things on the top of your list that you probably want to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. For comparison, our 2023 Forrester Sport, which we got from Flatirons, yeah, um, has a, just less than five thousand miles on it now. It's already been on two road trips to like the Black Hills yeah. and the Uray area, yeah. and um, we've gone, you know, off roading up similar kind of places. You know, obviously we did the scouting for this trip. We've been around like the west side of uh, Rollins Pass, um, like outside of Winter Park, to go hiking up there and the and mm-hmm. the glacial lakes and stuff like that. So this is yeah pretty, um, yeah, pretty. I mean, this is this would be like a a normal kind of like weekend warrior type trip um, yeah. or, you know, um, something like that you would do with your family. Yeah. Um, it's just that we're going to do it in an EV. So, and, so let's see what that's all about. Yeah, so maybe if you were thinking like, hey, I want to do all these things, but I also kind of want to be, you know, energy conscious or something like that. Because whatever the arguments about whatever are about battery sourcing and blah, blah, yeah. blah, environment, stuff like that, mile for mile it's it's cheaper to charge an EV and drive that mile than it is to put gas
0: in well and so, so this is the this is the first time i've driven an EV. i've ridden in a tesla model three i've not driven a tesla model three this is the today drive literally to the charger and back that's the first time i've driven an ev so i've got in i don't know an eighth of a mile so far mm-hmm. it is definitely different mm-hmm. um and that's that's kind of one of the things that i want to explore too so like i you know that these that they they're different that the function of them is different just because it's electric motor, how how the, the power delivery feels, what what kind of the controls feeling is different, and so that's kind of one one of my biggest questions is because as many as many electric platforms as there are, there's a lot of sharing of platforms right now. Like I mean, the, the, the Solterra, it's also a Toyota, whatever it's BZ Four X or number, yeah. Mm-hmm. And- so it's like. Toyota basically designed most of the car. Subaru, I believe, did the all, like program the function of the all-wheel drive system. It does have X Drive, so it does have a kind of like an off-road mode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What does that do? Because like Subarus, even to this day, are known for like yeah, it's a it's a sedan, yeah, it's a wagon, but it's got the Subaru all-wheel drive system that really does work. Mm-hmm. You know, I was you know if you get on YouTube right now and you search for any kind of reviews for current Subarus like the Outback or the Forester. You know there's a lot of guys that are taking these things up dirt hills and stuff and they will outperform a lot of yeah. more suv things because there's a lot of suvs out there right now that are basically just large cars yeah that, that do not have the drivetrain the differentials any of any of the functionality that like a more capable suv would have right. but the subarus with their all-wheel drive symmetrical all-wheel drive like there really is a functionality benefit to it right um and so like you can see the subarus doing all these things like where they're going up really steep dirt hills whereas like a lot of these SUVs get stuck and like the sewer just trucks right along and it does it. Mm-hmm. Um, will the soterra do something like that?
1: I'm curious and I don't know what it's uh, like motor orientation layout is and what like I'm guessing it's got a front and a back motor. It does yeah it's yeah, two okay.
0: motors front one front one rear. Yeah
1: yeah so I'm it's worth saying here too None of these cars are going to beat the hardcore off-road market, right? Right. Yeah, right. If these aren't uh, a Rubicon edition. Don't take your Solterra up the Rubicon. <laughs> Although if you do, right. it probably should, could yeah, get there. Yeah, bring some toe straps. Um, <laughs>
0: a lot of solar panels. <laughs> a lot of solar panels.
1: Oh, some skid plates maybe. Yeah. Um, Another Solterra. So there is Another there scooter. is a, like a there is a hardcore. I mean, I, I come from my initial kind of entry to cars in that world and stuff was like a lot of four-wheel driving I, I still have my old land cruiser and stuff mm-hmm. like that so there is a, a point in the world where like solid front axle you know you know uh, a true transfer case true lockers really yeah. big tires are going to make a difference yep. right yep. um but, but that's, that's not what most people go exactly, Like, exactly. yeah
0: most people like especially on here so we're in colorado we're right mm-hmm. up against the foothills there's a lot of hiking mountain biking trails like literally I can see the foothills out our window here, there's a lot of trails you can get to very easily Mm -hmm. from the front range and a lot of the people you see is you can throw your bikes, your gear in the back, you can drive to the trailhead which is a lot of times on a dirt road, sometimes those dirt roads get a little bit, you know, beat up, up. you know, you need to have a little bit of ground clearance a little bit of capability and mm-hmm. then you can get where you're going to to do your hike your mountain bike ride go camping whatever yeah like that's what the majority of people use these cars for and that's that's the question is can the solterra do that too mm-hmm. and that's what that's what we're kind of out to find out
1: yeah the roads are going on would be classified you'd, you'd find them on your app on your phone as off-road trails four right. by four trails right. high clearance recommended um they're not extreme ones, obviously, right? They're they're old roads, essentially, right? Um, And I don't know how much, because the GoPro effect or the camera effect is gonna neuter kind of how they look, you know? Right. Um, right. But, you know, they'll be sort of at like the everyday person's everyday kind of experience getting to those one-step more remote trailheads, where like, if you're looking on your cell phone trail app and it says, Someone says, "Oh, if you can drive that extra five miles to all the way to the trailhead, and that saves you that five-mile hike in from the lower parking right. lot, or something right. like that, right?" It's just very much indicative of those kind of things. Or, yeah, I mean, there was a, a person in an Outback camping um, kind of back where we're going today. When I went to scout it last week, um, yeah. there was a person that had driven their Outback up there. Not not a Wilderness Edition, a normal, right? Normal Outback. Well, um, and, and to be and fair, they're I mean, up there camping, right? So, so this just, is
0: in your. Your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, by by the by Tasso's secret lair, mm-hmm. and you've already pre-scouted it with the Forester. Yeah, so yeah, you already know, like yeah. everywhere we're going, that, mm-hmm. the, that this twenty twenty three Forester is going, mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. like not, to me, not a wilderness edition Forester Sport. A forest. Yeah,
1: yeah, we didn't want to you know fork out the extra money for the wilderness and didn't need it. Right. We wanted to maintain, you know, for most of the time, it's my wife's you know car that she drives to work, which right. is twenty five miles of mountain driving. Um, and then a little spurt down a highway kind of thing. Right. right? So we wanted to maintain lower center of gravity, better handling, better, like icy snowy road in the winter, kind of commute characteristics, better mileage for these road trips and stuff like that. So, you know, not going for the big chunky, whatever saves a lot of that performance and stuff like that. And, I'm I'm curious to drive the Solterra today on some of those same roads to see, like, can it still do this 40 thing on the, the roads to get to the off-road roads, right?
0: Right and and i gotta say, like again I've, I've i've not even logged a mile yet in this car but it is a little bit more i i, I was thinking that the Solterra was going to feel pretty slow like kind mm-hmm. of doggy and it and it doesn't yeah. Now i haven't really explored it beyond that but it was not i was thinking it was going to be one of those like like the golf cart where you just map the gas and you just you <clears> wait <throat> for it to like <clears> throat> throat> yeah no and it's like that's not it it's actually it actually feels quite normal yeah Um, Um, For lack of a better term, which I was like Knowing that it's not one of these high power rated cars, like I was not expecting
1: that And when I showed up today and saw it for the first time I noticed it has taller tires than the Forester and more sidewall Um, both things will be good for off-road completely flat um, underfloor Which is great for ground clearance. I would you know I would guess that like just eyeballing it. It probably has the same ground clearance as like a Jeep Grand Cherokee Right. Maybe or something like that, yeah, right? There's a
0: period, so. not now, but there's a time when I think the Outback had like a half inch more ground clearance than the jeep yeah. did, and a lot of that yeah, comes
1: really, down to yeah. how manufacturers where they measure it if like the marketing guys yeah, can convince yeah. the engineering guys to say yeah measure it at the tube not at the differential well yeah like yeah, with the diff pump whatever solid right. axe yeah. it's
0: like well does that is but there, it is an advantage of
1: problem? you know having batteries and no diffs yep. and a flat underfloor is so that you yep. don't have those points hanging down the lowest point on the forester seems to be one of the various cats that it has right um right and it's pretty high still it's pretty flat down there but mm-hmm. it's not quite as flat so um, you know I think it'll it looks promising from an off-road perspective um, right. as well just kind of eyeballing it the first thing I kind of looked at when I looked at it, or when I walked in was with some of that stuff yeah so
0: so, yeah. so here's what I think I want to focus on for this because as we're recording this this is before we've done any of this yeah so what I want to capture here or what I want to talk about is what let's let's look into our crystal ball and, and guess as far as what we might run into, what what might work well, what, what problems we might run into.
1: I would guess about halfway through, we're going to get real anxious about range, but it's okay. all going to be fine. It's oh, going to be a great day. You that, think it's yeah. going to be fine? I mean, it's all going to be fine. It's going to be a great day. Ah. Cut to footage now of <laughs> us just like torn shirt, <laughs> yeah. hat holding what's left string of string our stuff. pants like or something the like the that. <laughs> we got <stuck>. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, whatever, we'll figure out. I don't it's, think it'll get stuck. No, I don't know. I don't think all. we're going anywhere hardcore enough no, to no, really not, get stuck. Not unless we like blow a tire or something. Yeah, right. Right. And but but like I is. said, I mean
0: it's got it has pretty tall sidewalls. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is it's, a lot of these EVs are going with like twenty twos and they got like really, really narrow yeah. aspect ratio tires and stuff. I mean that's not what this yep. what this soldier has.
1: It is the only thing I wish the Forester had to make it better off road would be just slightly more sidewall. No, uh, if they yeah. went with, like, it's got an 18 or something like that okay. for a wheel. And the sure. wilderness, these wildernesses even go down to a 17 to get a little okay. bit more sidewall on the tire. That's, I think, its biggest hang-up from an off-road perspective. Because I've sure. driven it, you know, through ruts where I'm hanging tires and stuff like that, and the tractor control and X mode is going crazy trying to figure stuff out, and right. it's fine. The right. only thing that ever stresses me out, I think, today with either of these cars out there, will be just a random sharp rock on a sidewall. Sure, so, yeah, sure. So I think that's most yeah. likely to be our problem. Although I do think we're going to get real nervous in a couple hours right. um, about about our range. But.
0: So like to the range like, <laughs> and I noticed this like even today coming off the charger, you're at full beans what's really interesting it tells you like 224 miles or whatever it's in mm-hmm. then you turn on the air conditioning and it goes down to 175. Yeah. Like as soon as you hit the AC like the climate control, like that range just whoosh,
1: I want to do this in full comfort too. I want, I want this to picture like your family with like two toddlers that yeah, hate yeah. to be hot or cold or bored or engaged or yeah. hate everything. I'm already getting anxiety. Yeah. I'm going like, to make Shit. sure it's VXX. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like, like you're, you're getting those kind of bombs like, oh man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, then it, it's like going up the hill. Like one of the questions is like if we're going up steep mountain, steep, steep hills. Like, okay, well the AC, like that pulls on the, on the battery. So that shortens the range. If you're going up these steep hills, how much does that reduce the range? Like, that's that's kind of where we'll this wonder comes in. Yeah. Um, and then, like, okay, now you're driving on dirt roads, which are a loose loose surface, and so maybe you have to use more power because the wheels are going to slip more, are going to spin more. Does that chew up the range? I
1: don't know. I, I think um, we could probably get real weird in some, like, electrical physics, too, and, like how much electric motors draw at low speed versus high speed and all sorts of stuff like that it's a and
0: that's i mean that's that's a big reason i'm i'm super curious like what is yeah. that actually like because i mean if you're if you're this is the thing with an ev in the mountains mm-hmm. like is if there's no charging location like you've got to yeah. be able to get in and get out like, yeah you, you have you have and like, charging locations are all over the place
1: right they're they're yeah. popping up they're not gas stations yet um, they will be but they're not everywhere, right. but they are more places than you think, even in right. small towns. Netherland has a has one. Right. Um, I think Central City has one, but I'm not sure. I meant to look at that before we came in, just to kind of have it I'm, as a talking I'm, point. I'm sure Central. The point is, though, if you had those same fussy toddlers, if it yeah. was going to be bad enough not to have the AC going, it's even worse to have to sit there at a charger for a little bit. Um, it's or... not a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This this was this was interesting. So
0: yeah. so it was the car. The Soltero was at 55% charge this morning when I plugged it in. Mm-hmm. And it took an hour and 15 minutes on a Level 3 charger to get basically to... It, it's limited to 90%, so it won't go to 100%. Hmm. And, it, and that, like that last 10%, like it really throttles down the charging. So like that last 10% can take a long time. Hmm. Um, so th- there's... From what it sounds like, there's other reasons why you don't really want to go to 100% yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it was an hour and 15 minutes... Like to do sweet, basically a 40 percent yeah. charge, thirty five percent charge. This,
1: this is. Hour and I'm excited that to give like done. real like consumer advice here, like real world. This is not some big fancy sponsored YouTube channel's yeah. impression of what going out for a day wheeling trip with your buddies in a Solterra. Well, sports, and I yeah. I just I mean
0: it's a Subaru. I want to see how close to a Subaru it actually is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, what what we're doing today, what you did scouting, that's what so many people have a Subaru do with it. Mm-hmm. Can the Solterra do it? I mean, and if we go out and back, if we do a full-on day trip and we come back, like, let's, you estimated estimated 100 miles. So if we have 75 miles range left by the time we get back, like, so that we... That's pretty impressive. That would be, that yeah. would be like... That'd be incredible. Okay, There's be, no reason not to get one at that point, other than
1: your political affiliations.
0: Well, and... and I mean, that's. I'm curious. Like, is that yeah. what we're gonna find, or is it is it literally gonna be something like the first the first measure bed. that we have to like that's try it. and get we're home? We're gonna be on a flatbed, right? <laughs> oh, That'd be all right.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> None of us own the car, so we can't break it. Right. <laughs> no right. breaking. We're, yeah, we're not
0: doing anything crazy. It's not like, it Just ran out of. It. Well, so the it first thing just... that we have is turning off the climate control. Like, we might we might come back and by the end of it just be like completely Sweat. soaked. God. But like. If, I, if we just run with no climate control, it, supposedly we have an extra 50 miles of range. So, like, we'll turn on the climate control going wow. out, and if it just starts chewing up the battery and eating up the range, like, we're going to have to, like...
1: Yeah. And so we're saying, it's, like, 99 degrees in Boulder right now. Yeah. Or getting there. Yeah, not quite there yet today. was super hot. Today's yeah. going to be,
0: like, what, 97? Yeah.
1: But, I mean, we'll probably get to 80 in the hills, just oh, with the elevation yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so, it won't be as bad, but... But we're I, gonna do this in ultimate comfort. I'll be sipping coffee yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Um, listening to music. Yeah. Um, joking with my friends about stocks or whatever. Subaru Wait, uh, are we too. just taking? No, I'm bringing the Forester. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. No. I'm like, oh my, own no. No, <laughs> no, wait, <we> haven't <laughs> no, no you,
0: you had you had alternate. You're what? Fallout vehicle anxiety. So mm-hmm. range anxiety uh, and fallout anxiety. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's gonna be good. Oh,
0: man. I just If it goes bad, bad,
1: it's like an hour walk back to my house from where we are, so it'll be fine. No worries. I
0: mean, we could just go downhill and just regenerate, right? well yeah. That's how science works. That seems like something. Seems like a thing. Take that, you know, potential energy, turn it into kinetic. That should work. right. Yep. Yeah. 100% efficient, as far as. I really want to see, like, other than the range, I want to see what the drive system works like. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Because yeah, I'll, like put it, a, I'll put a tire in there.
0: Yeah, it should be yeah. it should be at least decent, if not good. Yeah. Because do, because how do the motors work though? I don't know. It's got to have like, a differential of some sort. Yeah. Right. In there, so, so there's right? there's a motor that goes that turns the differential axles go out to the, to the okay. wheels. Okay. So so, does... it, so for its traction control, it's using the brakes, okay. kind of like you would have on on a standard car. Yeah. Right. Okay. But there's no connection between the front and the rear axle. Okay. There, there's the, the computer right. control. Yeah,
1: so whereas like, the Forester has three differentials, so at one point, if they're all in the air, it can really only drive one wheel um, right. unless the brakes are really going like crazy. Right. It could potentially do both. I don't know. We're going to get up there and find out. Maybe well, that's like, what.
0: So, like, but that's that's the thing that the electric cars, they sh- this is what they should be really good at. Mm-hmm. is is going off road where you have like like three wheels in the air. Okay, well you lift a rear tire in the air so there's no traction. Yeah, you can apply the brake to that wheel in the air to still have some drive to the to the other side. Yeah. But like with an electric motor, the front axle it it really should not care about that. Like it should be able to just pull the car forward. Yeah. Because That's, like, that's all that that motor sees is just those front two wheels.
1: Which is worth saying is where, like, your normal, like, for your traction control and your, you know, big fancy off-roader or lockers would come in. Um, And it's also a limitation for those cars, though, when it's snowy, um, because, like, your normal, like, proper, you know, whatever, Land Cruiser, because it's what I had is what I'll talk about. Um, when you have like a normal transfer case and you put it in four wheel drive, the front and back axles are locked together, Yeah, which is why they tell you not to do it on you know, high traction surfaces because yeah. you're gonna break something or you're scrubbing, something has to release and so hopefully it's the tires yeah, first, yeah. right? If you're, if you're um, turning,
0: yeah, those front, ac- front rear axles, they need to be able to spin at different right. speeds. Which
1: is, in uh, anything other than like the deepest snow, where that becomes an advantage because all the tires are going to spin or whatever right on your normal snowy road your normal i-70 ski traffic your normal snowy morning commute having three differentials all open allows for that even application of torque and if one slips then you're not completely blown your your balance out of the water kind of thing because it just slips that one you're like oh, okay okay you know
0: and that kind of settle in and that's how super symmetrical all-wheel drive system works. right
1: yeah and which is why rally cars other than a few real hardcore dudes that drive real hard um run mm-hmm. with differentials in all three places. Um, yeah. you know and what I'm saying is like Colin McRae famously like ran a spool in a center differential in, in his like group A car or something mm-hmm. like that, right? But Colin McRae is hardcore as hell and driving on closed <laughs> okay. roads um right. and was super aggressive so he made that work. Right. You're not Colin McCrae just because right. you're a transfer case having forerunner doesn't have a differential in the middle. You're right. just pushing through a snowy corner into the
0: embankment on the outside. To be fair, a lot of a so, lot of foreigners do have a, an it's, open. It, you no, know, it's a torque torque biasing center differential that you can lock. Oh, whatever. I don't know. They're so, all so, hardcore. I, so. I have a, I have an 05 Forerunner, and yeah. so if I put it in actually high or low range, I can lock the center diff. Now it's open Jeez. open front and rear diffs. Yeah, but I can lock the center diff. You can throw technology at anything, I guess. Well, you can really <laughs> <and> make it. <laughs> but, make but it work. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. makes them capable. But, but that's the interesting thing with the electric, right? Because mm-hmm. it it doesn't need to do that. It should be able, kind of in a way, you have independently locked front and rear axles because they're completely separate. There's no engine turning yeah. to to lock them. You don't have to deal with the fact that the engine is always turning at a certain speed and then the differentials are kind of this, this rubber band to try and adjust where that torque goes from one axle to the other. The, mo- the electric motor can just kind of, it, it could do what it whatever it needs to do to actually make the car go where it needs to go, use the traction that it has. Yeah. It should be really good at this. Yeah. The hopefully, question is, is,
1: it? Hopefully there's a good 30 seconds of usable clips in this where we're rambling right now, and we should just go drive the thing.
0: I think we should yeah. just go drive the thing. Okay. Do you yeah. drive an electric car?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation controller. Yeah, like
0: this. beep <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. boop <laughs> yeah, you've been, you've been quiet. You've, you've got some range know, anxiety. I don't, but... I, don't,
1: I don't know shit about off-roading. So okay. I don't know. For a Honda guy, pulling into a curb cut is off-roading. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> That's valid.
0: That's valid because you're, you're basically, you're lifting <laughs> that's, that's, a tire. Uh-huh. That's all I got. It'll be a you lot know? like pulling that's up to like... a
1: car meet in your Civic or something. Oh, yeah. It's like, you it's bump. like yeah. Yeah. a mile. Speed bump. Yeah, you got
0: like. It's like, imagine going through and a mile of speed bumps in mm-hmm. like curves. Like, pulling that's, up that's bumper
1: covers. Up yeah. Side skirts just. But you don't have to worry wherever. about your tire popping or like getting stuck somewhere. A that stance there's... guy also. So you are well, worried about it because you're using this much of your tire. not a stance guy. Yeah. I'm not a stance guy. Although well, my car jury's might. jury's out. Yeah, my car no. might look a little dumb.
0: <laughs> it's you know
1: it's like lower than any other car. It is no, it's good. That's all right. It's, that's weird. Well, so it's it for sure driving today. Okay. Am I? Oh yep. no, just a little well, bit at least. Uh, you know, you know what's gonna happen. It'll be, go, be bad filming because one, one of us will be
0: doing <laughs> <laughs> it. How did you roll the car? It's just gonna do this and go. The car was not even moving. You'd be
1: parked and it's gonna go. Mm. yeah <laughs> yes
0: what wasn't me wasn't me v bro
1: v kicked in and she couldn't hang
0: oh man love it i'm excited okay oh, low center cool. gravity that's the other thing with the electric car like okay. all the weights at the bottom yeah
1: yeah yeah i, I yeah. had it like 25 degree side because x mode in the forester gives you little inclinometers and stuff okay. like that like cool. your hardcore old toyota guys have yeah um, but digital ones and I was looking for like the most side angle it could get like on a little swoops on the side mm-hmm. of the trail and stuff like that mm-hmm. So I got to like 25. We'll see.
0: It still felt pretty good. Pretty stable. All right. All right, honestly I'm I'm just like I'm dead curious now. Yeah, we've got the car. Let's we've got it. the path It's time for us to go. So Thanks for watching. Thanks for your support as always We're doing this now this could be the last. This yeah. could be the last podcast. You may never see the exactly. three of us again. Hopefully, there's another half. Or, 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 or Otherwise, right. I killed us. It won't be <laughs> <again>. <laughs> so, <laughs> somehow, Viet rolled yeah. both cars, even yeah. though he was only driving one of them, and and got us stuck in the wilderness for like the next six months. You, you might see us again with like a lot of beard, uh, and just like very very grizzled, amputated um, arms and like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, this this could be the end. This is what I look like all the time. This is my natural state. <laughs> so, <laughs> or, I would look exactly the same if I got stuck in the woods. Yeah. Or, or, or or we're going to be back in a couple of hours, and we'll have, hopefully, some fun tales to tell.
1: Or so, you will have driven a Forester
0: home while yeah. a Solterra charges at my house. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Any, Anything can happen. Literally anything could happen today. Mm-hmm. That's what we're in for. So, that's what I'm in for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for watching. Stay tuned as always. And until next time, stay tuned. Well, no, I said that already. So thanks for watching, thanks for your support as always, and until next time, stay tuned to Flatirons Tuning. Cut the footage. Cut the footage. Cut the footage. (laughs) Synclap. Thanks everyone for tuning in to the Flatirons Syndicate Motorsports Podcast. Once again, we'd like to let you know that your support is what makes this show possible. Be sure to check out our online store at FlatironsTuning.com for any of your aftermarket or OEM Subaru parts needs. And as always, stay tuned with Flatirons Tuning.